the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. I'm so glad to have you listening today. Thanks for tuning in to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Hey, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about devotional Bible study. In the second half of the show, we're gonna, I'm going to share with you two ways to practice devotional Bible study, but I want to dig in. There's a lot here today that I want to share with you just about how to utilize the Bible, the Word of God in your devotions as you pursue Christ. Psalm 138 opens like this. I want to kick it off with this verse. I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I sing your praise. I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and for your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. I want to talk about that today as we frame devotional Bible story, the name of the Lord and the word of the Lord. So we know as believers that worship is giving honor praise, value, attributing our hearts and attitudes toward God, giving God praise. But it also includes honoring his name. What's uh, remarkable about this passage in the Psalms is that God also assures that we are to honor his word like we honor his name. See, for some of us, we think that uh, the Bible is true. For others, we think that uh, truth is found in opinions or or popular opinions of of residents, or sometimes people try to discover truth through legislation. But I'm here to tell you today that my belief is that truth is not all relative. See, God's word provides what we call absolute truth. And, and and that absolute truth in God's word should be honored the same as the name of the Lord. The truth is, we serve and honor the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Some people might say, well, I know you go to church, or I know that you honor God, and that might work for you. But for me, I find fulfillment walking through the park, and, and I find my support elsewhere. And they, they treat truth like it's relative. I'll, I'll break it down even further. For many, we believe what, what the Bible says, that 
to engage in drunkenness would be identified as a sin. For others, they say, well, that's just what I do for seasons in my life and I recover. So, so abstaining from alcohol or not getting drunk by alcohol could be good for you. But for me, I, I can manage life. And they make truth relative. Here's what I'm saying to you. God says we need to honor not only him, but honor his name and his word. It's at the same standard of who God is. See, listen to this. The name of the Lord is holy. We're all familiar with the Ten Commandments. And, and of course, you shall have no other gods before me. So God, the Lord, and his name, the Lord and, and the name of the Lord are, are holy. See, God is his name. And God is who he is. And I want to look at this idea about honoring God, his name, and his word through the context of of the prophets. So Jeremiah 33, verse 2 says this, Thus says the Lord who made the earth, the Lord who formed it and established it, the Lord is his name. And Psalm 68, verse 4 says, Sing to God. And then it continues and says, sing praises to his name. So as believers, we, we understand that we're to honor God, we're to honor the name of the Lord. But back in that verse, Psalm 138, it says, above all things, God honors his name, who he is and his name and his word. See, God communicated this truth, not only through one prophet, but through other prophets. For example, Isaiah. Isaiah captures in Isaiah chapter 42, verse 8. These words, I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to be are to carved idols. What he says is my name is high. That's why we, we can, can lean on what the Proverbs teaches us, that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and, and are safe. Psalm 113 says this, I love these words. So if you're just tuning in, I want you to hear these words from Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise his name. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 2. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. What we're learning here is that God and the name of God, the Lord, the name of the Lord, are are synonymous. And what God teaches us is that he honors who he is. He honors his name. But he also demands the same honor for his word. So we understand that we are to praise the Lord and honor his name, but more, God's word is to be honored like his name. Psalm 138 again says, for you have exalted above all things your name and your word. So I hope that you're captured with this thought that we are to honor the word of God. That's why in the second half of the show, we're going to practice together. I'll give you some resources to utilize the word of God, the Bible, devotionally to draw close to the Lord. But how do we actually enact honoring the word, honoring the Bible? What says this in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. 
what we need to do is to study the Bible, study the Word, open it up, read it, explore it, understand it, dialogue about it, pray through it, and, and then apply it to our life. As you listen to this show, what we want to do is not just promote learning as head knowledge, but we also promote learning as, as practice, or, or you might consider that heart knowledge. Not just knowing, but doing. Not just believing, but behaving. So in one regard, I could ask, do you believe the Word of God? But I could also take it just a little deeper and ask this, do you behave the Word of God? And this is what God's calling us to do, is to behave His Word, because He honors the Word as His name is to be honored. So what we do is we study and apply the Word, but we get it so deep inside of who we are that we live out the Word of God, that it's not like we have to look up, and how does the Bible say it? Love your neighbor, okay? But we practice what it means to love the neighbor. So, so here's kind of how it works, and we'll talk about some resources to practice this as we get into the second part of the show. But in the remaining segment of this, this first part of, of this show, as we talk about uh, using the Bible devotionally, I want to draw your attention to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. I'm going to slowly read through this and just highlight a couple of truths inside of that verse. Here's what it says. For the word of God, the word of God is living and active. The word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Here's why we can use the Bible devotionally. This is why it works, because it's described as alive. The Bible is living and it's active. What that means is it's life-giving. It's not breathing, obviously. We're not talking about it in that regard, but it is alive because his name and his word is God. In fact, the word logos, which means word, also is a reference to God, the son, to Jesus Christ. So he honors Jesus. He honors this written word and it's alive and it's active, meaning it has life inside of you. So when we read this word of truth, when we read God's word in written form that, that's inspired by the spirit of the living God, when we read that, it interacts with not just our mind, but the Bible interacts with our soul. It says it interacts so intimately with us that it's like a, a sharp sword that divides to the core of who we are. So the Bible interacts with us, the word of God, the word of truth goes into the core of who we are. And I love this. It says that the word of God discerns our thoughts and our intentions. See, as we live as disciples, as followers of Jesus, as, as people who honor God, we sin and, and we make mistakes. And what I, I love about God is he does not judge our level of perfection, but what he judges is not our perfection. He judges our affection. Are we affectionate toward God? Do we love God? Are our intentions pure? 
are our thoughts set on the things of God? See, in our humanity, we might commit a sin, but are we honoring God? Hey, we're about to jump into the second half of the show in just a couple of seconds before we take a little break. I thank you so much. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Hang in there. Part two is coming right up. God bless. Talk to you soon. Thanks for staying with us, and you're listening to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. And in the first half of the show, we've been talking about using the Bible devotionally and kind of understanding uh, the, the, the importance of, of honoring God, of honoring His name. And honoring his word. So we're going to focus this part of the show on, on honoring his word. And, and there's a, we're going to practice some devotional Bible study. So what I'm going to do is talk through sort of two ways to do this. So there's a word called Lexio Divina. And this is a way that, that, uh, we do what is known as holy reading of the word. So let's remember what the prophet Jeremiah penned. Thus says the Lord who made the earth, the Lord who formed and established it. The Lord is his name. We remember that and he honors who he is. He honors his name, but he also honors his word as we learned about from Psalm 138. So as we take this idea of holy reading, Lexio Divina, we're going to look at two ways to practice holy reading of the word of God. Or I like to describe it as sort of a a devotional Bible study, a devotional reading of the Word of God. So how do you use the Bible every day to help you actually pursue Christ? So as your discipleship coach, I'm going to give a a, a resource to you as we practice two ways of Lexio Divina, two ways of devotional Bible study, of holy reading of the Word. Now, this idea uh, often finds history and roots in in monks and in what is known as the Desert Fathers. And they come up with four steps the Desert Fathers did for this Lexio Divina or this devotional Bible study is how we're using it today. And the first step that they do is is actually uh, called reading, just reading the word. So it's, it's when you take a passage of scripture or, or a verse or not too much, but just, just a small passage and you give attentive, slow, repetitious reading of scripture. You just slow down and give wholehearted, undistracted reading of the scripture. You read it slowly. You read it thoughtfully. You read the, the passage of scripture without judgment. So meaning like you're reading it for the first time. And when you do that and you slow down and try to read it as if for the first time, you're looking and asking questions like, what are the words as I read this passage? What are the phrases as I read this passage that capture my attention? 
What what content in these scriptures grabs my heart? And as we read through this, we sort of linger there for just a little while. So that's step one that we learned from the Desert Fathers is to read. The second step of, of devotional Bible study here, Lexio Divina, is, is meditation, to meditate on the Word. This is an effort to not just read a passage, but to, to, to bring the passage to understanding and application into our lives. So we, we, we sort of bring a studious approach and we might cross-reference uh, the content of our passage with another passage, but, but we don't want to get lost in, in trailing all of this. What we do is we look at this passage, the other verses kind of bring a holistic awareness, but we begin to, to reflect a little deeper. We meditate on the truths that has captured our heart and we are slow and we are prayerful as we reread it again, putting our mind on the truths that are discovered. And then we ask questions. These, these are great personal coaching questions as you study the Bible. What is this passage offering me? What, what is it uh, asking of me? Uh, here's a great one. What feelings are arising within me as I read this? Is it hope? Is it steadfastness? What is it that's arising? And we take what we read and we meditate on this. And so so now this word is starting to capture our hearts. And then we go to, to point number three, and that's prayer, where we are, we are engaging in our prayer with, with both listening and talking with God about the truth of the passage. We're listening to God. Prayer does not always start with talking to him. Actually, I, I define it primarily as listening to and talking with God. So we take time to just be silent and listen. This is a time where we prayerfully respond, slow, prayerful. We might read it again the passage again, but we respond to, to God, uh, not just to, to understand it more deeply, but to begin to respond with the core of who we are. And this is why the word of God cuts to our soul. We begin to speak to God about the insights and the feelings and the emotions that emerge from within us. And we begin to identify the learning and we, we, we actually take it deeper to our soul. And that's the, the number four is the contemplation step where we allow ourselves to be absorbed by the power of the Word of God through the strength of the Holy Spirit. We enjoy the presence of God as we engage in Scripture. We realize that He is talking to us, and then we just take time and rest. We might read the passage again. We might sit quietly, but we identify what is God saying to me as I rest in His love, and then we listen to the Holy Spirit. See, then we understand. Uh, I, I want to practice this uh, next one by using a, a scripture. The name of the Lord is, is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. So I talked about Lexio Divina. You're listening to your discipleship coach as we're talking about uh, devotional Bible study. And I have, I have six steps I want to give you. Another way to look at Lexio Divina or holy reading or devotional Bible study. I mentioned a book, I think, recently by Alice Freiling called Seeking God Together. The subtitle is An Introduction to Group Spiritual Direction. And in this, 
this book, she gives six steps of, of holy reading. And I want to share them quickly. The first is to, is to start with the minute of silence. That would be step one, just to calibrate your heart and your mind before the Lord. The second would be to read the verse or verses. So we would read, for example, Proverbs 18, 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. And then what we do, so after we sit for a moment of silence, then we read the verse or passage, is we think about what the verse is saying and we we let the passage talk to us. Where this verse talks about the name of the Lord. And it talks about the name of the Lord as a strong tower. And, and, and now that we know that God honors his word like he honors his name, we understand what it means to be that strong tower. That when we are right before God, we can run to the strength found in the name of the Lord. And he protects us. He, he gives us safety and he's with us. And, and we begin to realize that honoring God as the Holy Spirit speaks through his word, is relational. It's about God being with us. It's about God's generosity of safetyness, uh, uh, safety. It's, it's about God wanting what's best for us and positioning us. And, and I could stay here probably for an entire show, but just dropping these nuggets to you. Because we take it a step further, and then we, we, after we sit at a moment of silence, after we, number two, read the verse, after we, number three, think about what it's really saying, is we, we move to dialogue with God and we pray. And we start to pray that we would understand a little deeper who God is and where God is and what he's saying through this verse and how we can can respond to it. And we pray about what we're learning and what we're setting our eyes on. And then, and then step five is we sit quietly. Holy listening, sitting before the Lord, noticing that actually he is speaking to us. And then finally, number six, as we conclude our time by noticing just if there's anything that we need to do to respond to the learning. See, this is what Bible study is all about, is responding to the truth of God's word. So I hope what you hear is just a high, high level introduction to, to these realities that God honors who he is. He honors his name and he honors his word. Devotionally, we can interact with, with his word and do devotional Bible study, Lexio Divina, holy reading, devotional Bible study. We talked about the four steps of the desert fathers. We talked about the six steps that Alice Freiling mentions in her book, Seeking God Together. Listen, this is what we do here. This is what I do in this show as your discipleship coach is coach you forward to know God. If you've ever thought about coaching, even spiritual coaching, I want you to visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's where you can find a free coaching readiness questionnaire. You can fill that out and we would be happy to respond to that and offer coaching to you. Hey, this has been a great show about talking and discussing devotional Bible study. I'm so thrilled that you're here. Visit me, visit your discipleship coach at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Follow us on social media. I want to thank you today for listening to Your Discipleship Coach partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Hey, I'm for you, and God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? Thanks for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. 
Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.